Good evening, ghouls. <laughs> Good evening. How's it, how's it going on this fine week? Oh, fabulous. I got my uh, ye old booster earlier See? today. And how is she? <laughs> uh, to be honest, she's feeling she's feeling a little achy. Mm. <laughs> but you know what? When you're here, you're family. And that's so true. I'm going to share a story this evening for y'all. Oh, we can't wait. Well, thoughts and prayers because the booster <laughs> kicked my little butt. So that's what we heard. Hopefully, it, hopefully you just get to pass out tonight and um, you wake up feeling fresh and ready to go tomorrow. That's she the plan. will. That's all you can hope for. Well, so we don't keep you here too long. We can we can get into things, shall we? Get Let's it. do it. We shall. All right, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh, Pfizer. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Um. I'm so excited for this episode. This topic was actually recommended the last time we had a hangout with our Patreon supporters. Oh. So, yeah. We love I think, that. I, I think Aaron might have suggested this, actually. So, Aaron, if that's true, um, shout out to you. And if it's false, also shout out to you. We love you. <laughs> Either way. Like you. <laughs> we have another Zoom party coming on December 21st. So, if you want to become a patron... Head over to our Patreon, or you can join Repod. Your first month of Repod membership uh, is for free. So that's an option, too. What a bargain. What a bargain. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, Kylie, you want to kick things off while you get Ye- some energy still? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? If I, I just go. started having like an old time accent. <laughs> <laughs> She has oh. a transatlantic accent this evening, which we Honestly, appreciate. <laughs> sometimes I really wish I could do that. I've like tried and it's it's hard. It'll come to you. It'll come. Yeah. One, One day. day. Yeah. I mean, you didn't go to boarding school in the Northeast in the 40s. So That's you're true. kind of at a disadvantage. But I am. Maybe I'll astral project back to that time Ooh. period and just really study it. <laughs> I think that'd be cute. What if I just started talking like that? I think you should. I what think if it'd that, be ooh, dope. I bring it back. She's yeah. bringing it back, folks. All you right. know, trends, they, they're recycled. They come back. And I think the accent is on the cusp of making it big again. It's going to break through. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. Utilize TikTok, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's where you'll get your start. Okay. So... We are talking about haunted tattoo shops and parlors. We love it. (laughs) So our first stop is in Deptford, New Jersey, Zone 13 Tattoo and Body Piercing. Ooh. Right? It already sounds spooky. This, (laughs) This tattoo shop was actually on the show. Ghost Nation on the Travel Channel. Love that one. You may or may not have seen the episode, but I recommend it. It'll give you the chills. A little backstory. In 2014, tattoo artist Sophia and co-owner Dale purchased a home that is now the shop. And Sophia called it their hidden gem. 
So the home was built in the 1950s, so it's not very old. And it was occupied by a woman, Bertha, and her family. Big Bertha and the crew. Yep. (laughs) And as far as we know, that was the only family to reside in the house until 2006 when an architect purchased the home. Uh, He decided to attach a two-story building. Uh, The place looked amazing, but strangely, uh, the architect had trouble reselling the spot. Hmm. And I wonder why. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That is until 2014 when Sophia and Dale uh, came upon the spot and they purchased it. And they decided to renovate to further reflect their perfect tattoo shop. However, we all know what happens during renovations. Mm, Don't we? Don't we? Certain things or entities may become disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. I have to. I have to. So Sophia said that during the renovations, they would hear little things like footsteps, uh, but they weren't really thinking or assuming that there were ghosts at the time. She she was like, you know, we, we basically just like debunked everything, whether that was, you know, a survival instinct or, you know, just not, them not believing in paranormal entities at that time. However, Sophia said that friends would come help with the renovations and many of them would complain of feeling dizzy or that the space felt heavy. Now, Alyssa, I feel like if you were helping Sophia with the renovation, you would be the first to go. You'd be like, nope, I have a migraine. I'm dizzy. This place is haunted AF. I'm out. Because Alyssa is very sensitive. Yeah. Very sensitive. Sophia and Dale have also stated that at first, you know, during the renovations, when they entered a room on the second floor, they, you have to go through this room to get to the kitchen and the supply room. And Sophia said, you know, as time went on, you couldn't even get up the steps without feeling sick. Oof. But once you passed beyond that room and went into the kitchen, it felt like the pressure of the room changed and it was calm again. So it was a very obvious change in distinction between that specific room and other parts of the house and the shop. But still, they didn't think too much of this until Dale began working on the second floor. So in the, uh, the show, the episode, he reports that while he was ripping up carpet to install hardwood flooring, he came upon what looked like a child's necklace. So he picked it up when suddenly he felt a hand go across his head. <laughs> oh, what? I'm not sure if this is like like a bitch slap or someone was just like <laughs> caressing his head or where on his head he was touched. But a hand, he he, he was very specific. He felt a hand on his head. <laughs> is it weird that I automatically picture a bald man and somebody rubbing the top of his head? And like that's a bowling ball? Yeah, that's like immediately just what I thought was what he meant, you know? I like that imagery. It's very intimate. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Dale was very spooked by this, but he said to himself, he's like, that did not happen. (laughs) And he put the necklace back 
uh, under, or I guess, would you say it's the floorboards? Um, and then installed the hardwood flooring over it uh, just to avoid any more paranormal activity, which was probably a good idea if Honestly, we know anything. <laughs> yeah, if you find something that doesn't belong to you. And it um, has an you energy. Sh- you should leave it where it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Especially very old stuff. Yes. Leave it Leave it where it is. Especially you know? if like an appendage slaps you, you know, yeah. you should leave it. <laughs> I mean, that's like. <laughs> well, was he slapped? Like, what was this energy, you know, or was it a caress or was know, it a rub down? <laughs> you know? Ooh, freaky. What does he wish it was? You know, Hmm. let us know. Well, that's the real question. (laughs) That's the real question. Um, I'm hoping it was a slap because it may have been the ghost of a young child that Dale has also reported seeing. The young child is in a white dress and she is often on the steps. And the apparition also supposedly follows him around the shop. And he said, it feels like she's on top of you like it literally gets extremely cold. It's almost like she's grabbing onto you. So that sounds a little aggressive. I don't know if I would like that. Um, Maybe an, she, an NJ.com article. We love that New Jersey has its own website. But an article <laughs> on the shop quotes Dale as mentioning hearing a growling sound Ooh. and also laughter. Growling is a very Wait, bad sign, yeah, usually. That's now, a full-on demon. It it can be. It <laughs> could be something not that bad, like trying to emulate something mm-hmm. scary so that it it they do not get messed with. But yeah, a lot of times growling is not a good sign. I thought we were still talking about the little girl. I was like, she's growling now. Well, while she's attached. Listen to this. Ooh, Miss Emily. I was just going to say she wanted that necklace out the ground. (laughs) She's like, I just want to wear it, Dale. (laughs) Or she wants him to wear it. Oh, that'd be sweet. So pretty. Like a little choker. Yeah. (laughs) So Dale also said that he has been scratched across his stomach while upstairs. I'm guessing in that one room. Oh, no. He also reported seeing what appeared to be a distorted child walking oh. on its hands and feet. Oh, in no. A, in a backstand okay. position, which makes me think of um, The Exorcist. Exactly. Okay, I, I retract everything I said before. It sounds like this is something bad. Demonic. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> or it's just the local gymnast ghost, but we're going to go with demonic, especially if it's... <laughs> Scratching his stomach. Like, we all know yeah. the scratches. Those, mm-mm. A tiny contortionist. Yeah. Me. <laughs> so, luckily, local paranormal investigators, Frank Lazaro and Dan Webster, who are part of the New Jersey paranormal group NJ Rope, or NJROPE, have since visited the shop to help Sophia and Dale understand and to basically not stir up the spirits or the entities or the demons that she says are there daily. And as far as the little girl or the child that Dale 
is has been dealing with. He's learned to basically ignore her. And he says, you know, he's not sure if that's the best thing to do. He doesn't think there's anything malevolent and admits that the child gets to him because kids shouldn't be caught between here and the afterlife, which is a very sweet perspective yeah. for him to have. That's, but agreed. That's very nice. Yeah. But if y'all are in New Jersey or nearby, stop by this shop. Say hi to Sophia, Dale, and whoever else is there. Alive Whew. or dead. When you first mentioned that the like one room felt different, I was like, maybe there's high EMF, which honestly still mm-hmm. could be the case. Yes. But I mean, people are getting scratched. There's something, something mm-hmm. afoot. It doesn't seem yeah. to like males. Ugh, so yeah. immediately what I thought when you were saying like the sickness thing was the Royal Legion tattoo shop. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. where we all got yeah. really sick, remember? And I yeah. was telling my dad that story over Thanksgiving about how ill we all felt. And it wasn't until we left the building that we kind of started to collect ourselves. And he proposed the idea that there might have been a gas leak. <laughs> <laughs> or like well, a CO2 leak. <laughs> yeah. He was well like, yeah, dad. you guys felt nauseous and lightheaded. And then we Did left. I? I did. I don't I did. remember if I felt sick. I drank I orange sick. juice after, and I never drink orange juice. I felt sick for days yeah, after. Yeah, Alyssa felt sick. I don't oh, think okay. I felt sick, but... They did. So Royal Legion had had its hauntings in their old location, yeah, but old also location. they found that the it used to be a residence underneath of the shop that there was a sort of portal there. Um, so there was... There's something... Definitely a foot there. Could I be. thought what you were going to say that dad <laughs> said was that we were all like lightheaded because we just got jacked no. with needles. <laughs> no, no, he it made like a lot of sense though what he was saying. And I was like, wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that like the the crew working in the shop, they all felt like totally chill. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? One will never know. I just remember coming down those stairs and Hunter had to get me an orange juice from the gas station. And I just sat on the on the side of the road, just chugging an orange juice. (laughs) And, you know, a girl doesn't do any of that without a mimosa, like a champagne. Yeah. She needs a splash of something. It's just not. Just a little bit of bubbly. It's just not right. I eat my oranges. Yeah. Oh, she needs the fiber. I don't know. I went to Royal Legion on several occasions, though, and, like, sometimes it was fine, and sometimes it was not fine. Something was not right, so you, you never know. Luck of the draw, but they're like, in a, a new space now, so. Yeah. Hmm. Check your gas pipes if you feel sick indoors. Yeah, <laughs> check your gas lines. <laughs> uh, when we were in New Orleans a few weeks ago, I swore that I was smelling, like, natural gas in the house, and Steve is like, finally, because the homeowners came and checked it out and they were like, everything is normal. They like even showed us like the readings that they got on the <laughs> the uh, detectors and everything was normal. But Steve later was like, no, I think it's because it's an old house. There's something going on with like the actual like sewage pipes. Oh, no. And I was like, yeah, that's probably it. Delicious. <laughs> Delightful. Uh, 
You know, Austin has sewer problems, but we're getting on a whole other subject. Oh my gosh. No, just like I read something that said within like a few years, we're not, the city is not going to be able to like hold the the current sewage and water system is going to collapse because there are way too many people here. This is a true story. So everyone you watch We're going to be in a literal shit river. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Shit river. That's just a fun thing that I'm telling anyone who thinks they want to move here. We're going to be in shit river. Also, I don't know if you guys remember the zebra mussels a couple of years ago. <laughs> Wait, yes, my water was brown. The water smelled so disgusting. It was because the ze- zebra? Zebra mussels had like, because they are an invasive species. And like once they're somewhere, they are everywhere. So all of the pipes <laughs> had been like covered with zebra mussels. Inside so the and water. Out. W- smelled like straight up fish <laughs> for like two weeks. Fish with a side of ass. Yes, it was oh so disgusting. We couldn't use the water. And I feel like, like I wasn't here for this. Yeah, you you couldn't drink the water. You could shower in the water, but it smelled putrid. Yeah. So that's another fun. Anyone who wants to move to Austin, I'm just telling you the truth. Okay. Yeah, if she you is. like fish with a side of ass, be our guest. Be but our otherwise, guest, honey. come on down. Well, let's stop talking about fish ass and move <laughs> on to the next, the next shop, shall we? <laughs> yes. We don't want to go too far down a, a shit ass fish, but not today. Um, I'm going to take us over to Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Heard love it. Yeah, to Old Town Tattoo. That's T A T U. Don't get it twisted. Like the band. All the things she said, all the things she <laughs> said. Yes, exactly. All right. So back in 1840, this guy, this little man by the name of Major <laughs> Noble immigrated from Europe to Chicago. And three years later, he acquired 160 acres of land. Doing pretty well for himself, that, that Mr. Noble. Um, but on this land, he opened a tavern. So that's going to be the building we're talking about today. Mm. Then in 1922, this other guy rolls into town, John A. Clement. He bought the property and opened the Clement Funeral Home. It was a very high-volume funeral parlor that operated until 2001. So it operated for quite a while, and it honestly has not been something different for that long. (laughs) So in 2003, Richie Herrera rolls in and he turns this place that was once a place for mourning into what he wanted to be a place of celebration. He named it Odin Tattoo. um, And it was actually where he stayed until 2006 when he unfortunately passed away. But in two, yes, rest in peace, uh, Mr. Herrera. But in 2007, his friends and family came together to reopen the shop, and they renamed it Old Town Tattoo, just as it's named today. So the shop specializes in portraits, real is, real is, good, 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 goodness mm. gracious. She's having a stroke. She's got it. Hello? Uh, portraits, realism, black and gray, black work, traditional, neo-traditional, illustrative graffiti, 
and Japanese traditional styles. Wow. So basically, <laughs> they can do it all. They do it all, folks. Yeah. They do. When you're there, you're, you're family. Happy. Oh. You are happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was precious. <laughs> you're happy. When you're, yeah, she's, she's uh, telling the truth, though. When you're there, you get what you want. You get what you ask for. Uh-huh. So today, the studio is home to what many believe is poltergeist activity. <laughs> you heard it here first. So objects have been moved or thrown. There are unexplained noises. Equipment fails unexpectedly. And a lot more has happened inside of this former funeral home. But the most frightening moment thus far was when one of the shop employees was pushed down the stairs by an unseen force. So things are getting violent. It's rude. Yes. Uh, The apparition of a man in a suit has also been seen on numerous occasions. And many say that this is the man who is responsible for said pushing incident. As when this entity is around, it gives off an angry energy. Mm. I don't want to meet him. I don't either. Okay. We're all in agreement. (laughs) No new friends, no new ghosts. No new friends. That is honestly my motto. So if you don't like it, get to step in, sister. Mm -hmm. According to America's Most Haunted Places, the former owner, Herrera, actually said... That if he ever died in the shop, he'd kick that spirit's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and about three weeks after he made this statement, he died suddenly of a heart attack inside no. the studio. No way. Yes. But I hope he's f- kicking his ass. I hope so. The friends and family that he left behind say that he is still with them in the shop. They think that he kept true to his word and is there watching over them every day, protecting them from that angry male entity. Good. So a short while after his passing, a group of his friends were hanging out at the studio when the phone rang. (gasps) The number on the caller ID was none other than Herrera's. A number that had already been disconnected by his nah. family. Uh, no yep. way. Somebody somebody did that. Somebody was being rude. I don't know. He's calling from the afterlife on his cell phone. And I'm going to need the, the receipts. <laughs> I don't know if it was a cell phone landline. You know, I don't I don't have that much detail. But I will say that this has happened in other instances. So you hmm. know, one time, somebody, <laughs> my mom, my mom was sitting right in front of me, and my phone said, Linda Alston slash mom is calling you, and I did not have her in my phone that way, and she wasn't calling me. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, yeah. did you pick up? No. I got scared. You should have. You I would have, too. Oh my gosh, you probably answered the phone and it would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I know, right? At the end of us. This is another disturbed song. <laughs> maybe this maybe the spammers and the scammers are getting pretty high tech and they, you know, they're able to type in certain caller IDs slash and they're calling mom. you. But that's such a weird one. Linda Alston yeah. slash mom. Right? 
Yeah, that's pretty advanced. I know that spammers do a thing where they like you, they use your area code so that you assume that you might know who's calling. But I'm like, we caught on to that trick really quickly. You guys are going to have to move on to something else. This was also like in 2008. (gasps) Yeah. So even weirder. I remember the moment and I was like, what is happening? Just a glitch. Are we in the matrix? It's just a glitch, hon. Um, are you guys excited for the 22nd? I'm sorry. But are you excited for the 22nd? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Do you know do you know why? Is it a matrix thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new one drops on the 22nd, the Matrix Resurrections. Oh. <laughs> Listen, those are horror movies to me because <laughs> honestly, I'm afraid of that world. <laughs> For sure. Well, you better be afraid because it, Neo is basically back in the Matrix in this movie. So, Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, well, sorry. Continue. There you have it. Well, now we are all on the same page. We believe that this was a real phone call because it happened to Emily. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the folks who were standing around at the shop when this happened, they were initially spooked. But then they were ultimately like, you know what? This is actually comforting because I think he's still here with us. He was checking in on them, which I think that's a great way to look at it. So the shop actually embraces the haunting and it's even featured on several Chicago ghost tours and they allow paranormal investigation teams to come in and see what they can find. Let's go. Something to think about. Over the years, tons of activity has been recorded, including some pretty convincing EVPs. Um, they've captured the name Walter before, which hmm. was apparently the name of the former owner. But there were also some folks who um, had their funerals there named Walter. So could be oh, right. any of them. Mm-hmm. C- could be any Walter. Could be hard to hard to pinpoint the one, but it's got to be one of them, right? It's got to be. <laughs> or maybe it's a, it's a Walter cluster. Ooh, yeah. It's like they've all morphed into one Walter and like all of their worst, their worst uh, parts of them are like showing and they're pushing people down the stairs. Crazy. Yeah. Well, if you want to get a closer look inside of this shop, you can actually check out season eight, episode 10 of The Dead Files. They definitely encountered something there. I'm not going to spoil it, but... It's there for you. And if you're ever in the area, I say schedule an appointment, get a tattoo, get some ghost stories, and share them with us. Mm -hmm. Because they're they're more than willing. But yeah, check out a Chicago ghost tour and they might be on it. I love it. And there you have it. There we have it. Well, Old Town Tattoo. Old Town Tattoo. We'll be coming for you. (laughs) We're coming. Don't tell us you allow people to investigate and expect us not to to show up. Well, I got a real, real, real short one for us here. Short and sweet. Be honest with my ghouls and my ghoul friends. You know, it's been a hard week with work. Busy, busy, busy. The holiday season has us. Oh, let me tell you. And hun, no. We just we just want to hear your voice. Oh, that's we just want to know what. This is like hours of therapy right here. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And it was free. I know. Gosh. Well, 
You guys are the best. But next time I'll try it, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Well, I just felt like I should just give a shout out to my hometown if I'm going to do it short and sweet, right? And there's yeah. a special place there that has several locations and they all seem to be haunted. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's called Ink Couture. Couture, Couture I don't know how to say this word. She's Couture. Yeah. <laughs> Ink Couture Tattoos in San Antonio, Texas, y'all. They have several locations. St. Mary's, you know, off of, what's it? Four, six, what's that highway? Don't look at me. It's going to make me pull up the internet. But the St. Mary's one is pretty haunted because y'all know that that spot in town is old. Active. Mm. It's active. It's 1604. I kept wanting to say 1406. It's 1604. You had the you had the numbers right. Yeah, it was I just did. the order. Right. And then <laughs> San Pedro. So all three locations. They they have happy haunts, okay? I okay. think the owner brings in a bunch of antiques and collectibles. They say on their site that the antique mirrors or maybe it's the location of where the Battle of the Alamo once stood like that could contribute to the happy haunts for some reason but it Hmm. yeah Hmm. it does apparently there's no maliciousness you know everybody's a good ghost it's mostly orb sightings voices doors opening and closing if you go to their site they have a ton of videos on youtube where you can see all this action They're nice and short and sweet for you. So you get to just see exactly what you want. See that orb flash across or that door slam. They don't make us watch two hours of footage to find the door slam. Yeah, they're like proving (laughs) that it was silent before. And then the door slams. Mm -hmm. Like, no, like just get to the good stuff. They do that for us. Um, So yeah, go to the site. Go to the three locations. Get a tattoo. You'll be happily haunted. (laughs) And it'll be great. Love it. I'm wondering, first of all, antiques are like, you're bound to get something. But they pointed out the mirrors, which is interesting to me because mirrors are like considered kind of like portals. And a lot of times people like see spirits in mirrors. Yes, they do. It totally could be something with the antique mirrors. I think that, you know, them pointing that out meant something. It's like yeah. a little golden nugget in their um, <laughs> in their summary of their place. A little Easter egg, if you will. Easter egg. There yeah. it is. There I she mean, blows. It, it's a golden nugget to us because we can unpack what they probably are trying to say. I know. Exactly. I love that. They're seeing things in those mirrors. Uh, my MySpace name was Lissa Couture. Wow. Wow. And it's because she knew listen. how to say it. She's fashion. Well, it's like juicy couture. She's fashion. Um, And like literal couture. But anyway, um, there was a fight because this girl one time messaged me and was like, this has been my name for years. You need to get rid of it. And (laughs) I was like, listen, sister, this has been my name for years. You need to get rid of it. And she was like, well, I'm going to get it. My name legally changed to this. What? And then we're going to have a problem. No. And I was like, still going to have a problem. Show me the license plate with your name on it. 
and then I'll change it. Yeah. So maybe she was doing the most and I'll never forget it. And if she's listening, we can fight. Okay. (laughs) She'll lose. Yeah. And I'll still kick your butt. So there you have it. MySpace. The good old days. The good old days. Honestly, I miss her. When you raided your friends. Oh, got it. Now that was toxic. That was toxic. Because sometimes you would go to your friend's page and realize you were no longer in the top eight. And you're like, well, fuck Mm -hmm. me. What did I do? Right. (laughs) Wow. Good time. I I forgot all about that because I was about to say it was drama free, but it wasn't. It was not. You know what I would do and say? I would have the first two. It'd be my best friend and then the person I was dating. And then the rest would just be whoever I hung out with most recent. So then if people mm-hmm. ever complained, I'd be like, oh, well, it's because we haven't hung out. Like, let's hang out. And then we would hang out and I would change it. Cute. Wow. You had a method. You had a yeah. method to the madness. <laughs> this was I like a business. That. Yeah. 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 Mine How was to coerce like, people. Mine was definitely my boyfriend, I think, was always the first one. But then eventually you could do more than top eight. So then it was yeah. like how, how to decide. Damn. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have such a hard time choosing now because I talked to uh, four people. But- right? <laughs> exactly. I had a MySpace for like five seconds until my mom found it and got on and put on my bio. I'm a 52-year-old man. <gasps> yeah. This is not Emily. I live what? in Ohio. Yeah. What? She tried, yeah, because she thought that people were going to try to come find me. Cute. Wow. So she wanted to make sure they knew that she, I was a man. And it wasn't a real profile. <laughs> this is not my daughter. This is actually an older. This is actually male. an old man. She like found a stock. I'm not photo kidding. She got on that bio. Man. Was like, I am a man. This Cute. is not. This I is not a, a girl. The funny thing is that like that is what an old man would put on their profile. I am a man. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's how I meet my best men. I look for that quote. <laughs> I am a man. Well, All right, y'all. there you have it, ladies. Kylie's got to go get some rest. Her booster is, <laughs> is making the knees trouble. ache. <laughs> oh, my God. The shaky knees. <laughs> well, get get a tattoo from a spooky spot. And if you know of a haunted tattoo shop, give us a shout. Yeah. How about that? Send us your stories at the Golden Ghouls podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, stay Spooky. Ooh. Ooh.